0: Hey, ambitious mama, welcome to Becoming with Lauren Ricks. I'm so excited and so honored you are here. This podcast is for you if you are an on the go mompreneur looking for a different way of doing life and business, a more God centered way that feels aligned with how you want to show up in this season of life you are in right now. Because I see you, mama, hustling around the clock, burnt out, and missing out on all the moments that you thought you would see because you can't let go of the hustle. There is a different way and in this podcast we will cover conversations about God and your faith, being an entrepreneur, all things mother, and out of the box thinking. I cannot wait to take you on this journey with me. Welcome back to Becoming, and specifically the Bible series where we are going through Ecclesiastes. The sound quality is probably going to be a lot better in today's episode because I'm recording it from my computer because it's later in the day, and the quality is just better on my computer than it is in the in the butt cracks early of the morning when I have normally been reading my Bible and doing these these studies. So um, we are jumping into Ecclesiastes seven today. And this one had a lot of, I feel like I say this every single stinking day. I feel like I say this every single stinking day with this, with this um, this series in here. So Ecclesiastes starts with the title of it, seven, Ecclesiastes seven. Is wisdom for life and Solomon has a lot of good wisdom in here Um, he talks about having a good reputation is more valuable than having perfume Um, the day you die is better than the day you were born Um, he just has a lot of a lot of different wisdom in here and a different I feel like perspective on wisdom and Solomon is somebody who from what I have taken from here he was a man who had it all and I think I've said this before um he had it all he had the wisdom the riches the wealth the people the all of it and so this is his observation of life from what he has found what he has searched for and looked at throughout his life on earth um I wanted to read, so I want to read my description section down at the bottom versus um, the actual Bible verse of this this part, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And in my section, it's verse 7, 1 through 4, and it says, This seems to contradict Solomon's previous advice to eat, drink, and find satisfaction in work, to enjoy what God has given. We are too to enjoy what we have while we can, but realize that adversity also strikes. Adversity reminds us that life is short; it teaches us to live wisely and refines our character. Christi- Christianity and Judaism is oh, Christianity and Judaism see value in suffering and sor- sorrow. Um and we these two religions christians and jews see it as a refining fire so in the top section in the bible he talks about having a good reputation is more valuable than a costly perfume the day you die is better than the day you were born he talks about sorrow is better than laughter for sadness has a refining influence on us i think this was interesting because i think about how often like we learn more when we go through suffering or sorrow or sadness than we maybe do when we're going through happiness right so it's like we can learn we learn through going through problems if we take the time to reflect and go back um and it's better to be criticized by a wise person than be praised by a fool um something so this is seven eight finishing is better than starting patience is better than pride i thought this was interesting seven eight and in, in my description it says to finish what we start takes hard work wisdom self-discipline and patience anyone ha- with a vision can start a big project but vision without wisdom will result in unfinished projects and goals this is funny because i am i personally would classify myself as a big vision person um i get a lot of ideas i have big visions I but I also have a hard time finishing things. Nick is a finisher. He finish starts and finishes things. I am somebody who like I can start a lot of things, but I don't always finish a lot of things unless it's something that gives me energy and like lights me up through the whole process, right? Um so another part in the description down below I I wrote most would agree. This is for I'm kind of jumping around, so I'm sorry I'm jumping around. But this is for again seven one through four. When he was talking about the suffering and the sorrow, most would agree that we learn more about God from difficult times than from happy times. Do you try to avoid sorrow and suffering at all costs? See your suf- see your struggles at a great as a great opportunity to learn from God. I actually did a series a couple months ago. Um, when I was reading through the Purpose Driven Life, and it was um, the title I think is called "Transformed by Your Troubles," and I talk a lot about this same same concept in there. So I'll link that episode below if you guys want to check that out. Um, another part for seven to, to four, which is again in my description um he wrote but he knows that it is helpful to think clearly about death it reminds us that we still have time to change time to examine the direction of our life and time to confess our sins and find forgiveness from god because everyone will eventually die it makes sense to plan ahead to experience god's mercy rather than his justice so he was talking about like thinking about death like um where did he say that in here a wise person thinks about death while a fool thinks only about having a good time. And then down in the description, I like, this is why I like the description because he takes it like a he takes it and describes it even more about using the time, like thinking about death because it helps us remind us that we still have time to change. We still have time to, um, grow into the person that God created us to be. Right. Um, he talks about money again. Um, in the description again, what is this? Um, In 7-7, he talks about bribes and people who are involved in extortion or take bribes are indeed fools, no matter how wise they were um, beforehand. It is said that everyone has a price, but those who are truly wise cannot be bought at any price. I thought this was interesting Um, because it goes to show that like if you're one to take bribes, if you're one to, you know, be paid off by money, you really aren't that wise. Right. Um, Talked about finishing. Seven fourteen. 14 um, oh I wanted to talk about this too. So this is seven nine, control your temper for anger Labor labels you as a fool. And I don't know about you, but being a mom, this is something I have learned and learned and put into practice and like I'm constantly learning is to like not lose my temper. Um, especially when I'm in certain phases of my cycle, it's easy to just like be super irritated and lose your temper. But here he says to control your temper. Um, anger labels you as a fool. 7.10 says don't long for the good old days. How how often do we hear that phrase of like, oh, I just miss the good old days. And I think when we can, when he talks about this like longing for it, you know, like being stuck in the past of like, these are the good old days. Before I had kids were the good old days. Before I was had all the adult responsibilities, they were the good old days. And I I feel like that, saying really can help it can it can make us miss what is good in our life right now it's basically saying like oh what i have now is isn't the good old days isn't the good days right and we should be so grateful for what we have now because this is the good days right where we are right even if there's struggle even if there's hardship even if it's it's whatever it is for you right now these are the days you have um 7-Eleven says, wisdom is even better when you have money. Both are a benefit as you go through life. Wisdom and money can get you almost anything, but only wisdom can save your life. So that I find interesting because this whole book, we have, he has been talking about how chasing wealth is, is um, meaningless and like dreaming is meaningless. But here he says, having both wisdom and money can get you almost anything, but wisdom will save your life. So I thought that to be very interesting. Um, 7.14 says, enjoy prosperity while you can, but when hard times strike, realize that both come from God. Remember that nothing is certain in life. So I wanted to read this down in my description too because this was really good. He said, God allows both good times and bad times to come to everyone. He blends them in our lives in such a way that we can't predict the future or count on human wisdom and power. We usually... We usually give ourselves the credit for the good times. Then in bad times, we tend to blame God without thanking him for the good that comes out of it. When life appears certain and controllable, don't let self-satisfaction or complacency make you too comfortable. Or God may allow bad times to drive you back to him. When life seems uncertain and uncontrollable, don't despair. God is in control and will bring good results out of your struggles. So I think this is so important of how often when times are good, do we not take time to thank God for what he has brought to us? For the good times, for the health, for the happiness, for the things we have, we tend to not thank him and praise him and go to him even when we are happy and things are good we tend to only go to god when things are bad right and this is just such a good reminder that if things are really good right now still praise god still go to him and pray to him for the things that you have for the and thank him for the things you have don't just feel like you need to go to god when things are bad um we can really go to him when things are also good so let's see Um, I underlined under 716, so don't be too good or too wise. I found this interesting. Um, don't be too wicked either. For anyone who fears God will avoid both extremes. I, 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 I searched, or I like highlighted these, this, I like paraphrase the things I, I highlighted under from 716 to 718. Um, because I feel like this is that all or nothing mindset, right? You can either be all good or bad. You can go all in or not do anything at all. And here he's telling us to try to to avoid both extremes, um, but be somewhere in the middle, right? Also, he says, not a single, this is 720, not a single person on earth is good, always good and never sins. Um, We are humans right? We are in a human experience. So we will have times where we tend to sin and whether we do it, you know, like we try to, or we don't try to, we are not always good. And we are human beings, right? Number seven twenty-one says, don't eavesdrop on others. You may hear your servant curse you for, you know, often for net for, you know, how often you yourself have cursed others. There's just so much good stuff in here. Um, did I search anything for that? Um. Honor God. Balance is important. God created created us to be whole people who seek his righteousness and goodness. Thus we should avoid both extremes. Let's see, Solomon, the wisest person in the world, confesses how difficult it has been to act and think wisely. He emphasizes that no matter how much we know, some mysteries will never be understood. So thinking you have wisdom is a sure sign that you don't. He says in here, he has tried, I have always tried my best to let wisdom guide my thoughts and actions. This is 723. I said to myself, I am determined to be wise, but it didn't work. Wisdom is always distant and difficult to find. I searched everywhere, determined to find wisdom and to understand the reasons for things i was determined to prove to myself that wickedness is stupid and that foolishness is madness it's just that's just interesting because he's he searched for wisdom and he couldn't find it and it's like wisdom is like part of who we are maybe um like how do we find wisdom if he couldn't even find it you know he talks about the seductive woman and then at the end he talks about how um I have found only one in a thousand people who is wise in God's eyes. So he's just talking about how it's super, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Scarce to find, I don't know if I want to use the word scarce. There's not a lot of wise a lot of wise people that God sees as wise, right? Men and women. And I think this is something that we can keep seeking to do and going to God to give us wisdom that we need for our life. Because the wisdom you need for your life is gonna be different than the wisdom I need for my life, right? And the only one who can give us that wisdom is God. So going to him and seeking him for the experiences that are gonna give you the wisdom that you need for your life. So it's so important for us to seek God when it comes to wanting more wisdom. And sometimes that wisdom comes from struggle and problems and sadness and sorrow. And when we're in the midst of that, we don't see it, but we, after we go through it, we can look back and see the wisdom that has come from it. Right? So This was a little bit longer episode today because it was a little bigger chapter in Ecclesiastes, but I hope you guys are really enjoying this series. We only have a couple more days left. Um, And if you, I would love, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear your thoughts so far from this. If If you listen to every day, feel free to tag me on Instagram. Let me know your thoughts. Send me a DM, they're always open. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow.